0: No I Is it rolling Bob?
1: Cut in over the song like the DJs do when they're pressed for time. You know, sorry to ruin that for you. I like that song. But uh, hey, this is the Dixon James podcast you're listening to. It is uh, Friday night, a little after 10 in the p.m. And uh, I'm sitting in the uh, Toyota got the fan on, windows are all completely fogged up, I got the there's only one handicap parking spot here at the Eglinton Go uh, on Eglinton and the uh, Road North and <clears throat> I got it about uh, 3.15 I guess this afternoon and uh, got on the TTC got on the bus fortunately I, I made a point of getting on the bus before school got out So there's plenty of room for me to sit in the blue seats up front and pull in my uh, Rolodexter there, whatever this thing I travel with. And um, so it didn't get in anybody's way, and then just rode all the way to Kennedy. I know the system now. There's the two elevators I have to take to get down to the subway platform. And... um, then go right past Donlins. Do not get off because there's no elevator. Go to uh, Pape. And then take a walk back to Donlands, and join John at the front table at the only cafe. And that's where tonight was spent. Oh, yeah. Very, very nice evening. And of course, Lisa showed up, you know, and uh, the three of us. Got on well as we always do. As we always do. And uh, so, I am now. There were times in the history, you know, the backlog of Dixon Jane's episodes, where I would say now, I'd call it in the old days, uh, I'd be a little drunk, a little high in the car. Now, funny that I should say that because. (laughs) <laughs> I am a little drunk and a little high But I'm not driving Okay. Now I sat beside somebody on the subway uh, The subway was a bit full when I got on at uh, Peep Having walked back there to get back on for the way home Going the wrong direction um, a, a native fellow With uh, long stringy hair And uh, not many teeth And sort of flagged me Hey buddy You know, and he had a can of beer in his hand. Old Milwaukee, I think. And uh, I said, thank you. Thank you for offering me a seat. And I sat with him, and we chatted the whole way home. And by by the end of the trip, I think he actually liked me. He was an iron worker, but had also been a stonemason and done this and done that. Uh, Claimed to have had, you know, seven kids, and now they're all doctors and teachers. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. But it was kind of an enjoyable conversation. He rode with me in the elevators, getting back up to uh, bus level. And um, we we gave each other a little mutual respect. That's what we did. And I I took a couple of pictures, actually. I asked him, of course, permission, could I? Yeah, sure. And uh, they show him to be a a rough-looking character. But uh, basically, he was pretty drunk, pretty happy. And uh, that was my ride home. So, in fact... I had spent a lot of time worried about. Oh my God, the TTC! I gotta get. I gotta do this. Gotta do that. Gotta. It It was easy peasy. So, uh, what do I have to say? Lemon squeezy. All right, easy peasy lemon squeezy. Uh, Absolutely no problem at all. And the evening at the only cafe was going along, and I sat there at the front table, which John had held for us. And uh, plenty of room for me to fold up the walker and stick it in the corner. And um, I started thinking about, okay, it's still light. Should I be thinking about getting home now? I've only had two beer. And then realized, dude, I says to myself, dude, you came out to meet your friends and have a good time. You've packed your weed Go out and have a toke. Come on, like you know, do, just do it for old times' sake. You know well, I, you know, you don't have to. I could just go home. I went out and had a toke, and of course, it turned the whole evening around. It was much more fun as it was camping last week in the McGregor. And I'm telling you, I mean, for some people, it might be antidepressants, anti-anxieties, whatever it is. For me, getting a little bit high. In this case, it was a few pops on the joint out, just out front. It just changes everything. And, and there was laughter. There was. Suddenly, I'm having fun again. This is why I came out to have fun with my good friends. Make a few jokes, entertain people. You know, that's, that's what was done. And it, 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 it made a difference. It made a difference. I wouldn't say it saved some part of a day. I rude, but close to that, you know? I hadn't really rude the day. In fact, I'm really enjoying An Autumn Afternoon. 1962, Japanese film. Oh, so good. And uh, it just means so much for me, as I told Lisa, to to see an old film. Japan. 62. What a, what a great year. The war is behind them, but the future hasn't yet caught up to modern Japan. They're still... You know, the, the main characters have lived through the war. They survived. They've, you know, one, one of the guys, hey, I, I got home. my home was burned down. I had to borrow money to uh, start a garage. Whatever. Anyway, anyway, never mind the details. Very good film. I've saved just enough to see the conclusion when I get home, so that's what I do. Put on my saved... Turner Classic movie films and watch the end of An Autumn Afternoon. So, that's what's ahead of me. Soon that will be my reality. But, by God, have I been enjoying that film. As I enjoyed the conversation with that native person today, the iron worker. As I did with John and Lisa sitting on the cafe. As I did all the other exchanges I had here and there. (sighs) I guess what I'm saying is a little bit of weed really perks me right up. Puts me in a happier place. How come I don't do that more often? Because, I mean, that is one of the things, you know, you just don't want to get old and cranky. So that works for me. I don't know what your uh, flavor is, what you need to keep going. But for me, a couple of puffs, quarter of a cookie, half a gummy, you name it. And uh, we're good to go. All right, so I'm going to end there. This is just all I want to do is get this thing started. i got to check, is it even recording? Yeah. Yeah. So I have to clean the windows. I can't drive anywhere. I can't see a damn thing. I probably should sit this for a little bit longer to uh, steady, steady myself before uh, trying to aim this thing through the driveway. Thank God Daniel fixed that driveway, and all I have to do is... Drive up to it, straight line, lined up properly. Push the key fob, the door opens, bam! In you go, baby! In you go, baby! So uh, yeah, right now I'm—I know I'm sounding a little silly, and that is because, as I mentioned before, I'm a little bit high, a little bit drunk. Only had three beer, but boy, the last one was a dunkelweiss of, of some kind. Boy, was it ever good! Really, really good. The best beer I've had, probably at the only. You know, not that I can remember all the others I've had at the only, but uh, in terms of recent memory, like the other two I had tonight, this was by far the best. So, uh, yeah. Do we want to hear this? Do you need music to uh, to shut me down? And uh, I don't know what it is. The only thing about the only tonight was. Um, Max had the music on Max, and it was punk, and I could not hear. Sitting across from John, I could not hear anything. And then uh, when they changed shifts and Tyler came on, Max bid us farewell. Um, it was a little uh, a little easier to hear each other. And uh, so we, we, we shared stories. We talked about camping. We talked about, our, of course... This same Lisa is the Lisa I was just camping with last weekend. But seeing her, instead of seeing her drinking a beer in the only cafe, I'm seeing her sitting around the, uh, using the on Poker to uh, get a campfire going well. And she sure did. She knows her way around a campfire. She That lady sure does. She's a fine, fine lady. So anyway, I think it's time for me to uh, clean the windows and uh, think about getting my way home. Yep, this will be yours truly, the Scarborough Dude, host of the Dixon James Podcast. This will be the beginning of episode nine hundred and sixty-eight. Maybe I think it's I think it's nine sixty-eight. I'm willing to bet on that. But uh, anyway, time to uh, time to sign out. Do you want? Did you want to hear something? Do you want to hear a train going by? No, that train's already gone. That was a uh, yeah, no, no. That train was whistling on through all the way to Union. All right, we'll sign off, and uh, I'll be back at you real soon and uh, pick up the pieces and maybe uh, straighten out anything I've uh, any mess I may have made. Bye for now. That'll do it. Good uh, Good afternoon. It's just afternoon on uh, Monday, October 23rd. Very much aware of the dates now because I've uh, had this spreadsheet that I made, Excel spreadsheet printed, showing when to take my eye drops. So today's the day I start, the day before the uh, cataract surgery, on my right eye, left eye in three weeks. Um... And for starters, I mean, there's three different eye drops to take five minutes apart, you know, four times a day. Oh, my God. And it's it's caused me a ridiculous amount of, um, I, I guess, a kind of stress, a kind of anxiety, a kind of dread. And it started off, of course, I go to the first one, 9 o'clock this morning, and... Um, And I can't get the top off. And I try and try and try. And then my son comes downstairs and I hand it to him. And he can't get it off. He's got to go down to the basement and get a pair of pliers to unscrew it. I thought, what a fucking start. And then, of course, I may have got some into my eye on the fourth try. But before that, it was, you know, eyebrow, cheek. It was, you know, and this is standing in the mirror. And you say, you know, tilt your head back but look up. Well, how can you see yourself in the mirror like that? It was just... So, for the second and third meds, I had an uncle do it for me. I know, I'm a big baby. It just It's just... Some, I mean, I've never done... So you get to be 75, okay? It's harder to take on new things. And for anybody else, it's nothing. And hopefully, you know, a week from now, I'll be saying, Oh my God, piece of cake. I don't know what the whole fuss was about. But right now, its it's just unpleasant. And just trying to get it in the... I don't know how. I don't know how to do it without poking Pokemon. And, and all the instructions. Three pages of instructions with each, you know, medication. You know, don't touch your eye. Wash your hands. Don't touch, don't touch it with your eye. Oh, my God. Don't get your finger on do don't, don't. You know. Ugh. Anyway, anyway, anyway. You don't want to hear because you're saying, What a whiny baby. What a whiny baby. Well, maybe you were saying that. You're allowed to say that. But, anyway... I'm uh, in um Cedar Brook Park close to home this is my morning walk and already I'm sitting down because I have this favorite bench except for the fact that the assholes took out one of the planks and burned it so I I got sort of one plank to sit on you've heard me tell this story before it's right by the creek it's a little spot I took the kids when they were young uh, it's a glorious day. The sun is shining, the leaves are bright, lots of yellow. It's quite, quite lovely. So, it's a perfect day for a walk. Um, now, goes off work because she took the time off because she was going to go to Japan until I said, Oh, um, um, I'm having my eye surgery Tuesday and I need a drive. So, she canceled plans for Japan. Uh, but has already booked the time off, so I hope she doesn't waste it. Yesterday we went to uh, Evergreen Brickworks, and then Distillery District, and then Omomo, which is the Japanese version of a dollar store, and then came home with sushi from a Chinese supermarket, which was really good. Oh my God, I had sashimi, and the sashimi was so... When you get salmon sashimi and it's it's a thick slab. Oh God, i got to get the phone. Did you hang on? Oh, I hung up by mistake. What number was it? Hang on. 647-4000. I better call that number back. All right, I pause, okay? Uh, Yeah. After 15 years of uh, using the Olympus LS10, I still haven't figured out which button to push for pause, So, of course, I pushed in. It says stop. You know, you'd think, you know. Anyway, that message was a very important message. So, I won't go into it, but uh, I'll deal with it. Oh, my God. Just, you know, it's amazing. Like, for the, the high that I felt camping. I sort of, it's this wave motion of, whoa, now I'm on the other end of it, and I'm just tense and stressed, and I shouldn't be at all. I should just be feeling joy about being out on this beautiful day and not having to worry about my house being bombed. I am stressed and depressed and upset by the news. It's really bothering me, and it's not just Israel and and Hamas. Uh, I mean, it's the innocent people of... uh, you know, the Palestinians, and then and the Gaza Strip, and, and the horror inflicted, and the number of children killed, and the, the agony, the sheer agony that the parents are going through, and the horror of war anywhere, anytime, throughout human history, uh, and that's, that, is, that is human history, it's war, it's hatred, it's killing, it's... it's it's just uh, it's it's just awful, and and so this is just one of the many wars and going on, and and it just seems so hopeless. It just seems so like you know we'll never get better. We'll wipe ourselves out first, you know, and maybe that would be a blessing. All right, humans, you failed, and nobody will ever know, you know, no no other life form will ever find out. Oh, there was life on that little planet down there hmm, uh, anyway, you know, got, i got to park that. Because meanwhile, you have to, you know, if you're alive and sentient, you, you've, you've got to make the most of what you've got and count your blessings. And I do, that I don't have to wake up in fear in the middle of the night about what might happen. You know, Here's me, I'm concerned about eye drops. You know, and, and that that's the perspective. And then you hate yourself, or, you know, how could I be whining about putting drops in my eyes. It's too hard. I can't find you. I miss the eye. Stop. God damn, man. I'm getting angry at myself. I, I, I'm intentionally not taking my blood pressure today just, you know, because it's going to be high. But that's it. Like, how How does... You know, it's like you need a, a real slap in the face or a punch in the jaw to knock some sense into you to realize, hey perspective buddy perspective and yet you know i'm i've too often used that expression it's all relative yeah well i mean even you know the happiest of people no, know the people well off well, even those of us who are so blessed still fret and you know and it, it's hard to to change it's hard to suddenly be that you know super wonderful person i have asked myself ken would you be a better person if you quit podcasting would you pay more attention to the the things that count for more oh my god here's a guided tour walking to the park even that's making me angry one person leading stop on the bridge point to the water and there's gotta be what holy shit maybe i don't know who the group is looks like it's an An Asian-looking woman with just a mixed racial background group. I don't know. Maybe it's an English class. Who knows? You could practice. Come and talk to me. Except I'm in a surly mood and wouldn't be giving nice answers. I hope they're not coming here. No. She's on a mission. She's leading this group, and uh, they're all happy. (sighs) Anyway, where were we? I don't know if we were anywhere I just felt the need to uh, stop and talk. I've put it off for a couple of days. I think it recorded in Thompson Park, and now here I am in uh, Cedarbrook Park, which is close to my home. Uh, and it's a park I love, just don't come here often enough. I wasn't even heading here, but uh, I saw the bridge, and I thought, no, I've got to cross that bridge. And that brought me to this spot. Lots of sunshine, so I, I've got, now I've got to let this group pass. So I have to stay here and talk, because there's no way I want to get caught up in that mob. God, it's got to be 40 people. Holy shit. And I can't figure who, it's all adults. I just can't figure out what's the connection, how they're related. <sighs> so, I don't know, I don't have any notes. I, I, I'm just... I, I try to watch less TV. Last time I put on Hardy's Night, I did watch... A French film from fifty nineteen fifty two and that was good, and I watched this wonderful Japanese film. maybe I mentioned that how much yeah I did and and just how much I enjoyed it, and somehow, I don't know quite why, but there's a connection to japan and th- this was the traditional this is men in suits and and I was telling elko i'm just I'm just so lucky to have been part of this company, part of that you know. Inside the group, you know, to, as far as you can be as a guyjin, but not just, you know, an English teacher on the fringe working for an English language company. No, this was a this was a Japanese corporation that allowed me to open a branch in Toronto uh, and bankrolled me for uh, for quite a while. It allowed me to get the house we've got. So I have a lot of gratitude, but a lot of a a sense of connection, I guess. Um, Maybe there is two groups. This one seems to be sitting it out. They have another leader. I am going to have to find out. Uh, Is there anything else? I I thought I had things to talk about, but I am just—I am distraught. I am just—and I guess the best thing for me is just. Keep on walking. I'll come back to you. I know. I know. There's things I did want to talk about, uh, but uh, I'm just too flustered now. I'm there's the word flustered. I am just simply flustered. Yeah. Maybe that's. Oh, well, I'll try to remember that for the title. Flustered. It's a great word, isn't it? Have you ever been flustered? Scarborough dude, signing out. Bye for now. Yeah, I'm back. A oh, little wind here. Sitting in the sunshine and uh, got to continue my walk. But I did catch up to the group and uh, found out they are all Centennial College students. And I uh, spoke to a couple of the leaders in the group. And it was Student Engagement Week. I guess it was Reading Week and they, they were student engagement people. I don't know. It must be a part-time job. I couldn't tell. I didn't ask enough. I just, I vented of how I was an English teacher at uh, Centennial and, I left in uh, anger about the growing bureaucracy, so I I was a little bit negative about it. But I I laughed about it, and uh, I said, "I don't need to tell you that." But I think they didn't. They had they had had heard enough at that point. They want to get back to the students. Oh, here they come again. Oh my God, starting all over. So uh, yeah, all right. Well, am I going to keep talking while a hundred young people go by? I guess I could. Uh, I did have one quote I wanted to share with you um, that I got. And then I'll get back to Mark Merrin and John Baez. The strength of a democracy is not how well we agree, but how well we disagree. Now, that's a wonderful quote. And that came from the book that I just finished reading by, uh, I was going to say Mark and Mike Myers. Uh, I really enjoyed it. It was called Canada. And it was about his Canadianness. Uh, it was a, it was a really well done. Uh, lots, of, you know, uh, it, it told about him and who he was, but it really did told an awful lot about Canada and what he loved about it. So um, there you go. And and I'll get back to Mark Barron I'm enjoying Mark Baron. Uh, I I delete as many as I listen to. Uh, but this one is with Joan Baez, and it's really worth a listen. She just, her voice is absolutely lovely. I guess it must be the 20 years of Buddhism. But there's just love in her voice and laughter and, you know, uh, it's, it, it's just quite amazed. It's just beautiful to hear Joan. Uh, Mark, as always, goes on a little long, but he's doing pretty good. You know, it's a, it's a balancing act. But uh, Joan Baez, man, it's worth listening to. Discovery Dude, signing out. While more students go parading by, bye for now on this beautiful sunny Monday. I gotta get back and do more eye drops. Oh my God! I'm gonna ask Nelco to watch me as I try to do it myself. I think that's the next step. Bye bye. You heard it right, folks. That is the big bell. That means I'm sitting in Sal, but uh, that means I'm still parked in my driveway. Now, this is kind of weird. I'm wearing the plastic dark sunglasses they uh, give you in the little kit when you go in for your eye surgery. Uh, Cataract removal. and They give you a little bag with things to take home. A thing, plastic, last night I slept with a, a plastic lens over my right eye that... Nelco had kindly taped on so that you don't poke your eye in your sleep by mistake and uh, move the lens or whatever. They've just stuck in there. Yeah, boy. Um, Lots has been happening. Now, since the last time I was uh, talking and I was going on about, oh, God, I'm going to have to put those eye drops in. My first attempt was a failure. I mean, I got more on my face than in my eye. Maybe I already said that. I don't know. But um Nalco's been putting in most of the drops almost all the time. It's just just fast and we have a routine. Yesterday you had to do it every two hours, so there's a lot of them. Um but the the thing is, I mean this is an update, okay, I've had cataract surgery on my right eye. In November, middle of November I'm going to have my left eye done. And I was making this a much bigger deal than it is. Um I'm very impressed and very grateful, and the wonder is, as they told me in the beginning, okay, here it is, you're going to be able to see without glasses. You're going to have better vision. now. I don't know about the at-night vision or the color improvement yet. It'll take time for all this to happen. But what I do know is that last night I watched the movie Magic, 1979, Anthony Hopkins, and Margaret, Burgess Meredith, very good film I'd never seen before. Watched the entire movie without my glasses and uh, could see and read the lines on the television and everything else. Now, this morning, when I got up there, I was, oh, my computer is really, I can't see properly to do my wordle. Um... Or send emails back to Barnacle Bill, hey, I just can't see the screen properly. It's all fuzzy and out of focus. And reading the print, when they tell you, you will need, with the particular lenses I got, um, that I, I will need a new prescription for reading probably and for using my computer. That's kind of a disadvantage. I was really happy with the lenses I had, the glasses I had. I could see in the distance. I could drive. They were everyday glasses, but I could also still, because they were graduated lenses and transition, you know, they turned to sunglasses when you needed them. um, I could see my computer just fine. So that's a change and that's not a you know that that's not a, on the plus side of the equation but big deal um being, and the thing is i've worn glasses since i was in grade 5 in elementary school so for me not you know the uh, people say oh you're lucky you don't have to wear glasses it's no big deal i was so used to them they were such a natural part It's like putting on a pair of pants you know hey yeah it's just something you do uh, and in fact my reflex is like last night when i went to bed I tried at least a couple of times to take off my glasses that weren't on. You know, it was just something you do before bed. All right, last thing you do, take off your glasses. And so the reflex is still there. So it was only this morning I realized, oh, as as my eyes adapt, or the new lens and my brain start working things out together, however it works, the optical nerves. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. They know. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, as, like, I'm looking now. Clearly, through my right eye anyway, left eye is still a bit blurry. If I cover the right eye with my hand as I'm doing now, oh, everything is blurry in my left eye. If I cover my left eye, oh, everything is clear. So um, it works. It's like magic. Like the movie last night, magic, wow. But no, it's science and medicine and uh, and specialized people and and an improvement. So I'm gonna just spend a little time talking about that as I <laughs> clearly am in the middle of it. I am just so impressed with the routines. All right, you come into the hospital, check in nine forty five, the you know, you register, you get your little armband. I always get the extra pink armband, you know, danger of falls. Um, because you know hey i need that just in case it's a warning to everybody oh watch this guy when he's when you're putting him on a gurney make sure you're standing by um but the procedure was amazing you go straight up you get your little band on your wrist go straight up to the eye clinic um this is at birchmount hospital i'm very very grateful to have three fully functioning good hospitals right here in scarborough that is amazing uh, especially in light of what's happening in Gaza. <sighs> so anyway, you go up there. Right away, they stick a little bonnet on your head, and they tie a little gown onto you. You don't have to take your clothes off or anything else. No, no, we're just, you know, we're wearing this protective gear. And um, go sit in that room and wait. And you wait, and you see, that, God, there's four other people in this room waiting. Wow, this is quite a process. This is like a factory assembly line. And I said that to the eye doctor, and he didn't like that. He said, no, we treat each person individually, especially according to their needs. And I said, yeah, I I didn't mean it that way. I had to correct that. Uh, You know, he takes great pride in what he's doing, as he should. Anyway, then eventually they call you into another room, and they take your blood pressure. I was was so glad, my blood pressure. I was calm the whole time. I was not in the least a bit nervous about the actual surgery. I was only stressed about putting eye drops in, you know, and still I'm not good at it. You know, make a little pocket, pull your eyelid down, make a pocket, drop it in. And I can't see where the dropper going. And sometimes it just hits the cheek instead of the eyeball. But anyway, it gets done with the no uncle's help mainly. Um, then they they stick a, a a needle in your arm and all set for the anesthetic that's going to go in later. They get you all wired up and they ask questions and blood pressure and pulse everything else. Man, okay, you're ready now. Just go back in this waiting room, and uh, then they call you and they get you up on a gurney and you lie down. They get you comfortable and anesthesiologist you meet and they say this is going to make you relax. That's all. And she she was giggling. She was saying it's like getting like getting stoned. And uh, I said, "Oh yeah, been there, done that." She laughed, and uh, I didn't really feel any effects except I was calm through the whole time. And you don't, you don't know. You just, you're, you're looking up. You're, you're aware, but you're, uh, you don't know what they're doing there. You have no idea. They're poking around in your eye, doing stuff, taking out stuff, and putting in stuff. <laughs> you're just kind of lying there. Yeah, okay, yeah, fine. And then, all right, you're done. Just go wait in that room. And then they uh, call your wife, and she uh, picks you up, and uh, she drives you home. And you're good. And here I am now, the day after, you know, not even, uh, what, not even 12 hours. Or is it, no, 24 hours after, yeah. Yeah, almost exactly at this time, I was uh, having the surgery done 24 hours ago. It's quite amazing. And the fact that I can see now, the trick I'm facing, the problem is I'm scheduled to be driving my road trek out to Oshawa, you know, via the 401 uh, on Friday. Today is Wednesday. And now I'm thinking, I think you should cancel that or postpone it or I'll go with you because I don't know if you can drive. And I'm thinking, oh, I can see well enough. Now, you do need sunglasses for a week at least. You know, your eye doesn't, you don't expose your eye to any bright light. That's why even sitting now in the driveway, in the road track, I'm wearing my heavy-duty plastic shades. i got to buy new ones. Um, and again, i got to have to pick up some cheap reading glasses, you know, temporarily so I can see my computer. Can do that. I'm hoping we'll do that today. You know, go to uh, no to um, not no frills, no, and not uh, price code, no, or price chopper, no. go to uh, you know the discount store, the stores, the rec res- store, stores, recycle shops. Uh, listen, you know. I'm aware of the mistakes I make when I'm speaking on this podcast. I just don't go back and edit and change them. I, I probably did that years and years ago. For example, I said, I'm so glad Daniel fixed the garage. And after I heard back, I don't know, he didn't fix the garage. He figured, he fixed the garage door opener. Um but I'm assuming anybody listening really doesn't care if I made a mistake or put the wrong word in. You know, uh, how carefully are you paying attention anyway? There's no test at the end of this, all right? I don't give tests anymore. I used to give tests 15 years ago when I wanted to make sure uh, Tim Tim, Tim Coyne, the Hollywood podcaster, when I wanted to make sure he was listening, I put a test in the middle of the episode. But uh, I don't do that anymore <laughs> because... My listenership, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm not alarmed. I'm not alarmed, but I, the numbers are still going down, and they can't go down much further than they're already at. But that's, that's okay. That's okay. This has always been for me. Yeah. But uh, anyway, I, I, really want to do that update. I am so impressed, and I did think the whole time I was there, oh my God, to be in a hospital where you have everything working perfectly. Here's the room where you wait. Here's the gown we put on. Here's the person who's doing that. Here's the person who's going to wheel your trolley into the operating room. Here's the person who's going to give you the anesthetic. Here, you know, here's the surgeon himself who's going to do the, the work. And you're, you're, everything is working. Everything is there. Every little tissue paper they hand you, you're not missing anything. And there are hospitals where they've run out of in Gaza where they've run out of fuel to keep the hospital lights on and and you know everything working properly and and just don't have the supplies. And Israel saying no no we can't give fuel because Hamas might make it. And they really get to the point where you're starting to get a little pissed in India and uh, in India Israel. As far as we were alarmed, the whole world and expressed their anger at Hamas. For the raid and keeping of the hostages, you just want to, as the U.S. is trying, Israel, don't go in there, don't start a ground war. You're not going to get those hostages back through fighting. Uh, you are just hurting more people. And please stop the bombing. Stop. It's not going to get back any of the lives. It's not even going to help with the rescued hostages. And yes, it probably was your missile, whatever, that took out that hospital, maybe, probably by mistake, and maybe it was Hamas. But regardless, this continual bombing, it it is not helping your cause. It's not helping the world move towards peace. (sighs) It's just so tragic. And it's not, you know, a question of, well, well, you mean you're anti-Israeli or you're you hate the Jews? No, no, I hate war. I hate suffering. I hate children being killed. I hate hospitals being targeted and schools. I hate all of this horror that's going on that doesn't solve problems, that won't bring back the dead, that won't... Make for a better world. And this is to all people. I mean, I still have the same hatred for people who believe because of their holy books, whatever. This is, this is we must do this in the name of Allah and, and so on. I'm, I'm not, you know, it's, it's not a question of picking sides. It's a question of shouting out at people who may have reason and capability. I mean, the people in Israel who are protesting against their own government. Stop, you know, make some kind of accord and, and and bring, get those people back alive and make the concessions and make lives better for the people in Gaza and give back the extra land that your settlers have taken against better judgment of many, many parts of the world. And America, hold back on the funding. Don't continue to give the billions. If they're not going to listen, and they're going to still have this bombing campaign and and worse, going in with tanks. You can't wipe out a terrorist group that way. Anyway, that's... Didn't really want to get into that. Shout out to Shane Burley. I don't know if he listens. He's got, you know, more, greater issues to deal with. Greater in the sense of more difficult challenging and life-threatening issues to deal with. Uh, very sorry to hear of the update of your news. Shane, I won't say any more than that. People who listen to Shane will know the story. Uh, life can be difficult. doesn't matter where you are in the world. So I think I'm going to leave it there. I don't think I'm going to add much more. I just wanted to say I'm I'm grateful, so grateful to have to live in a place where I look at my, I'm looking out at my house now, out the window of my road trip, and to imagine bombs falling and this being reduced to rubble, and then what do you do? Where do you go? As as is happening for just so many people around the world, and and sometimes through man-made causes like war fighting over territory and rights, and then sometimes just through floods and earthquakes and fires. And again, to be blessed to live in such a place where it's just so safe overall. My God, if if you're not grateful for that and you're worried about something else, that's really trivial in comparison than wake up and smell the roses. Scarborough dude, signing off for now, just this little bit of an update. Uh, they'll, I'll see my eye doctor this afternoon. And, uh, you know, he'll probably say, look at his work and say, great. What a great job I did. Right. He, you know, he's not like that. I mean, he's, he's, I truly am grateful for Dr. Rathie for, uh, his, his skills, all the studying had to do to do this, to learn how to do this. And probably for the others, he's teaching how to do this. And, and I'm in gratitude for the other human beings who just simply come combined, make my life so easy. And that goes back to when I drive my road track and get, shout out this. Yes. And the big thank yous for the engineers, the doctors the the road pavers the white line painters the people who design the machinery the computer programmers for every human being who working together somehow miraculously combine their intelligence and their their dedication and and this goes to anybody playing any part which combined makes life in the this at this time for so many of us. So blessed, so easy. <sighs> the drivers who deliver the food, the the, the farmers, the <laughs> I hate to say the factory farms, but that's where I'm getting my eggs from. Shout out to I guess the same Tim Hortons is actually trying to improve the the conditions of the hens who lay the eggs that they that we that they use in their food and other people who are beginning to wake up to a, a consciousness that's, that's let's end animal suffering at the same time. Let's see what we can do there, make it better, not worse. And oh my God, <sighs> the shame on me as a human being who consumes beef. I don't, I don't know. I don't know there. I'm not, I'm not ready to go there. I'm not even going to pretend to. <sighs> try and live up to higher standards, which, which I'm not. And, and so apologies for all the animals I'm hurting. Gosh, and I'm going to go in and pet my cat and say, at least I'm helping you. Scarborough Dude signing out, getting confused. It's just too much to think about. Bye for now. It is Friday morning. I don't know what uh, date it is. Almost eleven o'clock. Yeah, the twenty seventh of October. My goodness, I'm coming up on our. Oh, what would it be? Thirty sixth wedding anniversary or thirty fifth? Um, somewhere in there. <laughs> oh. Anyway, um we'll deal with that uh, later on. An uncle doesn't love, want she doesn't like anything that's sort of a holiday, and therefore this is a or a special day and therefore this is a day you buy flowers or give gifts or whatever so no just you know for her, I should be nice all the time uh and uh i i i have a, I have a few shortcomings in that department, but uh anyway, we're working on it. she's been off all week. Uh, because, as mentioned, she was going to be going to... She was going to be in Vancouver, and she's not. She's looking after me. Um, but uh, it's certainly nice having her around home, and I am very, very spoiled. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, I'll take it. I, I, I enjoy being looked after, and uh, anyway... Okay, let's move on. I don't want to get into that right now. I I want to continue the update with the uh, eye surgery in case anybody else out there is going to have it done or whatever and want to compare notes or figure out. Um, yesterday, I, as I was trying to do uh, the crossword puzzle, the clues were sort of doubling up. I was getting two images of them so as my um, as my as i'm getting used to the right eye the proper with the new lens the computer uh, vision is definitely getting worse and it was really bothersome like i was starting to say oh my god i i'm seeing split lines here double letters this is not good at all you know this is this is what happens when you have a stroke so I stopped. I put it aside. Went back to TV. And at first, on the TV, when I was reading the scripts down below, you know, the uh, dialogue, the uh, you know that I keep on, you know, the bottom line tells me what they're saying in case I can't hear because I got a hearing. <laughs> I gotta have hearing aids done next, but I'm putting that off for next year. I'm broke this year. Uh, anyway. Um, I've Seeing double and gradually it went away, much to my relief. But I realized no, don't don't be using your computer now. So today I had to switch and do my Wordle and my Quirtle on my iPhone. I thought it's oh, gonna be impossible. But it wasn't, it was quite easy. And I got both of them, you know, Quirtle or Wordle in three, and I got all the Quirtles. So I can do it. And I'll just putting the computer aside and only use it when necessary, like putting out this podcast. Uh, But uh, there you go. So the vision, I will be so glad when I do have the other eye done, when I have my left eye done, which is is not as bad as my right eye, but it will make a difference, and both of them are functioning. Um, This morning my son asked me if I could drive him to... um, the uh, Warden um, uh, subway station, and I had to say no. I, I felt bad. He needed a ride. Um, he was going to be late, but anyway, I, I just I can't. Yesterday, I drove Nalco to her hospital appointment in the morning, and it was touch and go. It was really iffy. Like I wasn't seeing as well as I should, and it was kind of a rainy day anyway. And uh, the vision was not good. Uh, So, of course, I postponed my, I'm supposed to be driving to Whitby uh, for a one o'clock appointment for winterizing today. And I just, I called, said, look, I can't. So it's put off for next week. I hope by next week I'll be okay. I mean, it's, it's, I could drive, like I'm looking at the TV now and it looks perfect. You know, it's like I have full vision but you know on the road you 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 you, yeah, you wanna be extra careful, especially the four oh one but uh, anyway, so that's been put off that's good so um I guess that's it as far as updates, I'm still very very impressed with uh all that uh, has happened and and will continue to happen. i am as mentioned disappointed that i'll I'll need to have some glasses and even my own uh, optometrist said well, you you could buy these things at you know shoppers or you know dollar store or whatever just cheap glasses for for correcting your your vision um you know for for the short term anyway so uh, that's about it i don't know if i mentioned i've been watching uh, a series only eight parts called bodies on Netflix, which involves time travel. And I thought it was very good. I really enjoyed it. It was fun. The acting was good. The characters are interesting. And it involves four different times in history. So you'll you'll know all that right off the bat. Um, but I thought that was uh, <laughs> worth watching. Last night I was, I was watching The Eyes of Laura Mars, and I don't think I had seen it before. And uh, Dear Naoko, sitting beside me... Um, named the killer as I'm watching, she said, Why don't you watch it? It's a really good movie and then went on to say uh, <laughs> who did it. She I don't think she did it out of meanness. Uh, <laughs> I had to stop watching at that point. Like there was there was it completely drained the movie of any suspense. <laughs> Uh, she kind of she she laughed, but it it was just sort of done in kind of innocence uh, or not thinking. I don't know, uh, or maybe maybe revenge. <laughs> anyway, I I gave up on the eyes of Laura Mars. I know the answer. Um, I think that's about it in terms of uh, what do I have to tell you. Uh, I'm still deeply. Upset seems like a silly word to use. Bothered, uh, annoyed. None of these are the right words to describe the feeling. What is the feeling? It's saddened, I guess. Saddened. Saddened and angry, both, about Israel's continual bombing. Uh, in the Gaza strip uh, because of the innocent lives being lost you are, you cannot target just the Hamas you know and all and all it just it just doesn't work that way and you are just creating more and more enemies and harming innocent people and children and and it's it's like old Testament revenge an eye for an eye only in this case it's an eye for for an eye and an arm and a leg and a lung and, you know, who knows what else comes when you drop bombs on buildings. It, it's, and and it, how do you stop it? And it's not, you know, people right away, okay, things happen, starting to happen in Toronto, like a group of Palestinians blockading a Jewish restaurant here in Toronto. Now, those people aren't doing the bombing. They happen to be Jewish by faith and religion and birth. Um, But you cannot spread this into Canada. And there is a worry that there will be battles between the Sikhs and the Hindus, the uh, Muslims and the Jews, uh, you know, eh, all these divisions. And the one thing we try and pride ourselves on in Canada is that we can all get along, we can all live in peace. We can all we all know the rules of fair play, and so they've they've noticed, or they're publicizing, and maybe the television is even just, uh, or the news media is uh, cranking this up a bit because it's news. Um, increased incidents of what they called hate crimes, uh, you know some. There is threats on a, on a Jewish doctor at a hospital today. And uh, there have been graffiti, uh, you know, targeting Jewish establishments. Uh, and I'm sure the same will come from, you know, the, the media shouting down anybody who appears to be pro-Palestinian. Uh, never mind pro-Hamas, of course, they wouldn't get any, they'd be shouted down, but even others who are sort of defending or speaking up for the people of Palestine. Uh, for example, an NDP member of parliament, who the NDP, this is provincially, uh, ended up, uh, the the government, majority government, the, the uh, conservatives under uh, Doug Ford, uh, silenced her in the House of Commons uh, for, and chastised her for, for immediately not recognizing what Hamas had done to Israel, but defending the uh, Palestinian people. And so she was uh, silenced and uh, was forced to leave, I guess was forced out by the leader of the provincial leader, of the NDP. Sorry about the politics if you're not from around here um But it's a big deal uh, out of the party, so she sits as an independent representing the people of Hamilton. Well, if you're a listener to this, there's a good chance you know somebody in Hamilton who has quite strong views about the injustice of the NDP turning on its own. So you know it, it, things are heating up. This is this is. You know, we can't escape the news. This is worldwide, but I, I'm just so hoping that uh, it doesn't result in violence, bloodshed, more hatred and antagonism here in Canada between various factions of any division, of any war or battle that's being waged now. <sighs> that said... um. I thought I had another point to make, but uh, perhaps not. I I don't know. Maybe I should stop early and insert a song. That'd probably be a good idea if I could find one that was appropriate. Or uh, just continue to babble on for the five more minutes I've got left Um, in this. I I think, um, well, let let me see if I can figure out the pause button. And um, I'll decide whether it's me or music. I know what you want. Hang on. Yeah. I'll, I'll find a song, but first I've got to mention there's the news. As of today, there's still an ongoing manhunt day three for a man who had already had, uh, mental, emotional problems had already been hospitalized. Who was also a gun instructor going out in Maine in the small town and, uh, Killing eighteen at last count and uh, wounding twenty in a bar in a bowling alley, uh, they still haven't found him, and this again gets down to what the fuck America this, this is just symptoms of what well, you all, you know, you know and, and it's, I'm saddened for my American friends, my, our, our American cousins because there is rot and sickness in your country and it's running deep and it's spilling over in a lot of blood unnecessarily and sadly all right here's a song scarborough dude signing out thank you for listening those of you who are still out there bye for now the sunday
0: morning. So...